leave a message after the tone. Hey, CK. Hey, Daddy. I was just wondering when I could see you again. Give me a call and let me know. Hey, TK, it's Carmen, baby. How are you? I know you're busy, but I miss you, papi. Take it over there. Hey, TK. I'm calling you. I was thinking about you. I'm hoping that I get a call back. It's been on my mind. So, um, you know, it's your girl from Detroit. Give me back when you get a chance, okay? Talk to you later. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland is the philosopher. T to the motherfucking K is my philosophy. Hello? Hello? Hey, it's T.K. Kirkland. Hey, how you doing? You can't talk? No, it's a good time. Okay. All right, what's going on, darling? I'm so sorry I'm just getting to you, but um, I'm out here trying to get it. <laughs> no, I completely can't understand. Thank you so much for taking that time to speak with me. Uh-huh. How old are you? You sound like you're nine. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm 23. You're 23? Okay, you're fine. You should be working at um, the Universal Studios. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> I wish. Uh-huh. So, what's up? Talk to me. What's going on? So, I currently have a situation where I met a guy and the person... Talk a little louder. I'm sorry to interrupt, babe. Talk a little louder on the phone for me, too, please. Can you hear me better? Yes, I uh-huh. Okay. So the whole purpose of me, um, the environment of me meeting um, the guy that I'm currently dating, um, it was supposed to be, we were supposed to have a agreement. Mm-hmm. What kind of agreement? It was supposed to be an agreement where whenever I needed anything, um, as far as bills to be paid, books, because I'm currently in school, mm-hmm. um, little stuff like that, like gas, money, um, little minor things. Nothing too major, nothing too big, um, that he was supposed to help me out. Mm-hmm. Um, in exchange of me spending time with him, mm-hmm. whether it's in public or private. Mm-hmm. So we ended up going on our first outing, first date, getting to know each other. And now it's been about six months later. It's that plan, that agreement has totally just like dissolved. Like it's just no more. He's mm-hmm. going out the window. So I'm stuck in a rock hard situation where I'm trying to figure out do I want to stay and continue to get to know him on a deeper level or do I want to move on? Because I'm not necessarily sure where his attention fall into <clears throat> how he feels about me. Mm-hmm. Because we did meet on certain agreements and certain arrangements. So that's where I'm at. I'm just, I'm, I'm not weary. I'm definitely in a state of concern because my feelings are getting involved. Your feelings have been involved, huh? Man. Yeah, your feelings have been involved. When you young, and he don't put a PDD on you. He don't give you a proper dick down because you have not 
walked away from the deal. So you had a deal. He had sex with you. Six months has gone by. You haven't received anything. You've still been fucking him in six months. So if that was his agreement and you're not getting the deal that you agreed to, then you, you lose it. You lost. Yeah, now, that's why it's like, it's, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm losing, but the dick is really not that good, though. That's the thing. Yes, whether the dick is not that good, right, listen to what you're saying. Whether the dick is not that good or not, he's still getting the pussy. So the dick may not be good to you, but the pussy might be the bomb to him. And he's getting it for free because he falsified his application and you accepted it. And the crazy thing about you accepting it, you kept extending it for six months. That's like telling a landlord you own a house and you keep going to get the rent. And the people tell you, oh, they're going to pay you the rent every week. And you haven't collected and six months that has gone by, and now, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you realize, like, oh, shit, I've got motherfucker played. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it is. You got played, and it's okay to get played. You know, it's a life lesson. It's, it teaches you what to do and what not to do as you continue this journey. So the point is, I can't help you decide the question I'm going to ask you is what do you want to do? Because if, if, if you stayed in this for six months and he hasn't given you anything, then apparently you like it unless you feel that he's about to not fuck with you no more and you want to beat him to the point or he's done that already and you're trying to figure out what to do. So I'll need you to be honest. Hmm. I need you to be very honest. Something, something tells me is the other way. It's definitely been expressed that he is seeing other women. Um, because mm-hmm. I've asked him. And speak up, baby. Did, speak up. Are you sitting up or laying down? No, I'm sitting up. Okay, okay. Now talk into the phone just a little bit more, because for some reason it's not like you're kind of far. Yes. Yeah, so I've definitely asked him where he's speaking to other women and he definitely expressed that to me and he said yes 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 okay mm-hmm. and are they is he sleeping with other women i'm not sure. probably yes probably yes mm-hmm. and is he spending more time with them more than me i'm not sure he is and i've asked myself and you know what? I asked myself that question, like, do I care? And I do, because that's just how, like, I interact with people. Okay. Well, once you stop fucking so, you in six months, you're going to have feelings anyway. So I get it. There's no way you can avoid it. I mean, you have a sex with someone six months. Eventually, you're going to have feelings. So it's down to the point that he's seeing somebody else. Your feelings are involved. Now it's a competition on your part because even though that you're saying the dick is not that good, you're trying to convince yourself on why you should break up with him. But the dick is good. And this is the reason why you're concerned about him seeing other people because it was just a payment arrangement at first. You got caught up in your feelings. That's like how you let the money situation slide because he was fucking you good. And now he's seeing other women and it really bothers you. So you have to make a, you got to choose what pain you want. The pain is 
One of them is you leave him alone and find somebody else, or you accept the fact that he's going to see other people. So it's hard for a 22-year-old to decide that. You know, if you was my daughter, one, I would be kind of mad at you that you even hooked up with her to a battle arrangement. But you're not my daughter, so we're going to deal with the facts. And the facts are um, you went into the situation for money. That's some, that's like being like a semi-high call girl type shit. And he misled you. So he misled you. Y'all been fucking, and now he's seeing other people. When the last time you seen him? Sunday. You spent yeah, Sunday was the last day I saw. Okay, so at least you're still getting some time with him. You have to, you yeah. have to deal with it. I think you know, fuck it. Just roll. You're not seeing nobody else. You know, just make sure that you wear, if you can, wear a condom because you're not wearing a condom. I already know. Why do you say that? Because that's why you 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 so in love. Because a condom when a woman when a man wears a condom, a girl can separate her feelings. But when a nigga can take a condom off and you actually feel the texture of a nigga's dick, it changes the whole game. Really? So am I I've right always, or wrong? I've always I've always worn condoms. You ain't wore a condom with him. As far as there is, you have not wore condoms. With him. And birth control, I mean... Okay, no, 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 no. You not understand what I'm trying to say. You have not wore condom with him, hon. And it's okay. It's not a bad thing. No, you ain't got no diseases, nothing. But I just want to make sure you understand. I want you to know I know is what I'm trying to say. The risk. It's a risk. No, we're not got to, we didn't have, we haven't got to that. I need you to be honest and tell me that yes, TK, you're right. TK, you're all right. You're so right. You're okay. so right. All right. So now let's move forward because we couldn't move forward until you was honest. So now that you got that out the way and your feelings is caught up, it's a, a life lesson. So uh, you know that he's seen other people. You're not wearing a condom with him. So, so many things can happen. And on so many different levels. You can you can get cervical cancer because what women don't understand from men, the bacteria from other women, the bacteria from the man gets into your system, and you can get cervical cancer years down the line. Or you can get HIV. Or you can get um, STD. So... You could, you, it's possible you could deal with those things as well. You're 22 years old and you're not focused right now. You're not focused right now because the dick is on your mind and he's seeing other women. So he's a distraction. So what do we do from here? How to convince you to move on with your life? Do you need money from him? Is your financial situation bad? No, it's not. And I'm really, I mean, I'm getting myself through school. I have a full-time job. So, no, right, so you don't, don't really need him. I don't. Yeah, you don't need him. So are you, is it, is, uh, are other men calling you? And do you mm-hmm. like anybody else? No, I really don't like anybody else. Okay, so he's really the only one on your roster, so to speak. 
Yeah, as of right now, yeah. Okay. So you have to use it to your advantage. So the way to use stuff like this to your advantage is that you got to call him if he's available so you can fuck him when you're ready to fuck, not let it be when he's ready to fuck. And in that way, you're psychologically, you're winning. Psychologically, is like, okay, okay, when am I see you? And he'll tell you whether it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and you write it down on the calendar. Say, okay, the feet on Thursday. Okay, bye. Good to hear from you. And Thursday, you know, you get all dolled up. You smell good. And you fuck the hell out of him like a porn star. And you keep it moving. And this is the lane that you chose because there's nobody else in traffic. So with this type of situation, you got to play the hand that you dealt. And it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just that you're concerned him seeing other people. And you got to be happy. I could easily tell you to leave him alone, but you don't have nobody else. So if you don't have nobody else, you're going to fuck around, get depressed and lonely. And I don't want you to be depressed and lonely. I want you to get some dick at least two, three times a month. Mm-hmm. No. Everybody got their feelings. You know, everybody got their, get their box off, so to speak. Yeah, but I wonder if there's, like, any, like, way. I probably just might have to my time in, like, other ways to, like, release that energy. Because, I mean, it's great. It's good. But it's just a lot that comes with it. Yeah, we know this, though. You know, I always say that yeah. dick and pussy is is a distraction, but the discipline has to come on your end. My job is to give you the information. It's up to you how you process it. All I can do is just tell you. And you have to make the right decision and do what's right for you. Because, you know, you could be a nympho. You might want to fuck all the time. I don't know. You might need the dick. Or you want to stop fucking her, you might lose your damn mind. Like, oh, I need some fucking dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and you fuck around be an Uber driver picking up young boys. So not true. You know, so fucking up before so they, like, you don't have to pay the tip. You don't have to pay the ride. I just want to fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> young girl riding around the local area having sex with um, 19 and 20 year old boys. We on the lookout. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, I got him who they all caught on to me. They all going, what's that? They all okay. caught on to me. They caught on so to me. So terrible. So terrible. I was on to be on the run. And now they're going to be on the run. So. Uh-huh. Now you're on the run. Because you're feeding it for that. Uh you ain't coming to school. It all started with the penis. It all started with the penis. It's just mm-hmm. Destruction. Oh, That's man. crazy. What um state are you in? Um, VA. Oh, Virginia. Yeah. Okay. You near Virginia Beach? Um, yes. I'm about two hours away from Virginia okay. Beach. I actually went to Norfolk State, so... Yeah, I'm going to be in Virginia um, Beach on um, November 9th. November 9th, 10th, and I'm sorry, um, the Funny Bone down there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly where he's at. Yeah, there's yeah, Bone it, in the Plaza. Yeah, you got to bring him if you can. I'll leave you two tickets for the show. And oh, see, you, get a, okay. you get a hotel room. You come see my show. You bring him with you. And you fuck mm-hmm. the hell out of him. And you call oh, him turn. tomorrow. 
you know, your turn. You call him and say, hey, do you want to go? <laughs> do you want to go to a comedy show with me? And he'd probably say, he'd probably say yes, because you give him a heads up. And you'll go down there, you get a hotel room, you know, and make sure he pays for it. So you got to get down there, right? And then act tired. Yeah. You get down there and act tired. Like, I'm so tired. You think we can get a hotel room? I don't want to go. I just don't want to go right back. And bam, you got him. That's true. And the W is downtown. It's like the W is like right there. Yeah, you can have a nice evening. Go have some yeah. drinks after the show. Fuck the hell out of him, and that's that's your move from now on. You fuck him when you're ready, and I think that'll take pressure off you mentally. Because right now yeah, he's in control. Yeah, he is, and I definitely feel that he is in control, and it is a lot of pressure. Because I, I is, and it leaves me no way for me to be myself. For mm-hmm. me to. To like genuinely, genuinely feel comfortable. Right. That's only because he's in control, honey. Yeah. You know, but see, he might be the type of guy you start telling him you see somebody else, he might lose it. No, he does. He does. He does. And I like when I asked him, I was like, so, I mean, you're obviously not ready to commit. So until you're not ready to commit, then I'm not going to give you that same respect. And the next day he called me, he's like, look, even though I am the way I am, I just don't want you to change yourself. Coding code words as in I'm gonna still hold around and I'm not gonna and I'm not gonna like the fact that you might want to hold around with other people. Mm-hmm. So See, men have a bad habit of locking women down and then still doing what they want to do, which is a hypocrite to me. You're a hypocrite. See my thing yeah. is you stay single, you can do what you wanna do. But as soon as you tell a woman that's your girl. You should try to make that type of commitment to her instead of be out here still slinging dick or women stuff there fucking if you've made a commitment. Because if you don't make a commitment to nobody, you can do whatever you want to do. And men, pretty much men, lie. They get married. They put the ring on the woman's finger and lock her down and she's in the house or whatever. The girl's being faithful and the guy still got the side bitches, still fucking the hoe, still just doing what they want to do. I just me personally, I just think it's wrong. I I just think people should just stay single and do what they want to do. Because I see, I don't like the woman calling me a liar. I don't want the woman to mm-hmm. say I'm a cheater. That's just me. Mm-hmm. You know, if I stay single, mm-hmm. guess what? I can do what the fuck I want to do. Can't nobody say shit. And I don't like answering questions. I don't like when somebody's like, where are you, where you being? What are you doing? I bet you are not the FBI. I'm not asking yeah. them a question. So I do the right thing because I don't like to be asked questions. I'm going to do the are right you thing. Are you No, no, I'm an Aries. You're Aries? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So I want to do the right thing. So uh, me and the female, we have respect for one another. You know the way I'm moving. You know the time I get in. You know the time I catch a flight. And all that, that's the respect I'm going to give you, you know. So I'm going to do right. But I'm older, though. You know, when I was young, in my 20s and 30s, shit, I was trying to fuck everything moving. And mm-hmm. But I was still single, though. Mm-hmm. You know, with these guys today and back then, too, they'd get girls, put a ring on their finger, put them in the house, have babies out of wedlock and all this kind of shit. And men are not really that strong. You know, they could go out and get a bitch pregnant 
See, the girl usually accepts it. You let a female cheat on a nigga and go get pregnant and come back to say, baby, I got pregnant by so-and-so. No nigga in America, maybe one or two, mm-hmm. I'll say, I see yeah. you, baby. I'm going to help you raise a, another nigga's kid, even though you cheated on me. Mm-hmm. That's insane. It's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. It goes, it's definitely a double-edged sword. It goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, double so, stands with a motherfucker. Yeah. It really oh, definitely. Is. Kids are they're definitely a challenge. Um, I luckily I don't have any. I don't know if I can get any until like my late forties, maybe late thirties. Mm-hmm. Well, so you keep I, going at the rate you're going, you might fuck around and get pregnant. So you better be careful. No, at this rate, it's more so of looking at life and its perspective of seeing what I like and what I don't like. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. No. What don't you What don't you like? Explain what you mean. As far as what I don't like, um, mm-hmm. just getting to know myself as far as what to look for in the future when it comes to somebody that I do want to spend the rest of my life with. Mm-hmm. I like so that. I can figure yeah. out myself. Mm-hmm. So, like, just figure out myself. And I realized, like, when I read your email that you were going to actually speak to me, which, I like, again, I super duper appreciate this, but I was trying to make it clear that I'm not, I wasn't necessarily looking for him to help me, whether it was financially or mentally or emotionally. Mm-hmm. It was for, mostly for him to help myself want to help me what do, you do mean, better with my financially. I, I, wanted to, I wanted him to possibly give me the tools that I can help myself or the drive to help myself do better. Okay, explain. Not really depend on him. Like, when, what are the tools was you looking for? As far as, like, advice with financial, like, investing and... Oh, he's a smart like guy. That. He's no, he's a smart guy. So, in his portfolio, his real, real estate portfolio was really nice. And I was looking for just tips and tools that can help myself. Hmm. But you want to learn from him. Yeah. And I think that's... that's Really, looking at like it's not about really not really not really it's really not about the kids because I feel okay, like so I say that one more time because for some reason you're breaking up, baby. Say it again. Yeah, so it's really not about the kids because I know that if I really wanted to get money from him, I can ask him for it. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not the type to ask. I don't like. Now, I'm gonna pause for one second. Where are you at in your house? Um, I'm definitely in the living room. Can you hear me? Is it still breaking up? Yeah, I need you to walk around a little bit. You were somewhere before, and it was so clear. It was so clear. Let me hear you. Yeah, that's much better. Can you stay your ass there for a minute? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) so I was I was pretty much just looking for him to just show me a better way to live my life. Okay. I like that. It wasn't necessarily me depending on him for anything or just taking, taking, taking. I do want to take from him, but it's mostly knowledge that I can recycle throughout my life. That is so nice. Man. Yeah, and my kids. This is beautiful. 
it wasn't necessarily about the materialistic things. Because, like I said, I have a full-time job. I'm in school. Mm-hmm. Go back to that cool. position you're moving. Can you, can you hear me now? Right. <laughs> Why you keep moving? No, I swear I'm not moving. I swear I'm not moving. You move the inch. Stay your ass right there. Right there. <laughs> I see everything. I know exactly when you're moving. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah, so it's, it's definitely, and I think that's what it is. Like, we just, I was listening to your podcast, your recent one. Mm-hmm. I can't please him. Right. And you said something, you stated that to make a relationship last, you have to create memories. Right. And it's not that I look at this as a relationship, but I kind of do. I think Mm -hmm. any type of interaction with somebody, there's a relationship. And I look at this relationship as a learning experience. Like you you said, it's to certain extent, I was played. I got played. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a lesson. It's a lesson that I can learn right. from. But maybe you and didn't get played, though. You see, now that I'm hearing the whole story, maybe you didn't get played. Yeah, he said he was going to give you some money, but now you have to change your mindset, right? Your mindset is you're going to kick it with him until you get every bit of information that you need to move on to do what you got to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. So now you change your mindset. Your mindset is, okay, fuck them up. I got to ask them now. So you got to start getting a little book, writing certain questions down. And every now and then over the next few months, you get into his head. You ask him questions about this, you write it down. You ask questions about that, you write it down. Even sometimes when you, after you have sex, if you can get your phone and record some of the things that he talks about. So, mm-hmm. so now what happens is this becomes more of a project to protect you. You fuck when you want to, you get the knowledge when you want to, and you move on. And who knows, you might, as you get older, he might really start liking you more. Your mind wind up just being together. These things are possible. But, in order for you to have the psychological edge, and this is me giving you game, this is the way I want you to think so that you don't feel like you're being played, that you don't feel like you're giving a secret. You got that squeaky little cute voice. Women who got that squeaky little cute voice that can work at this man is deep down inside. you just like a hoe. Not a bad thing, but you fuck good. You lick balls. You suck toes. And he's happy with that. But you want more. So my point is that you like that. Enjoy yourself and reverse the, your way of thinking. And I think that you'll be a little more happier with it. I can definitely do that. I can definitely yeah. do that. I guarantee it. If you do it that way, you'll feel better as well, too. Yeah, and every time I talk to a female... Yeah, every time I talk to a female, I always want y'all to give a nigga head in the car. Like, women giving niggas head in the car fell off since 1997. Mm-hmm. You know, statistically across the nation, men getting head in the car has declined 
about 7% for the last 15 years. So my job is to get everybody to get back in position. And you got to do that to that nigga. You got to fuck his head up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to fuck his head up. That he is from. Because you are in a, com- in a competition. See, a lot of women will say, oh, a nigga going to have to want me for me because I'm not competing. But we all compete every day. You know? And what people don't understand is McDonald's competes against Burger King and Burger King competes against Wendy's. The Yankees compete against the Boston Red Sox. And the Patriots compete against the Atlanta Falcons. So my point is, this is the reason why they have a Super Bowl. So whoever outplays the other person gets to win the championship. Now, some women are timid, so they don't feel like, oh, I don't want to go to extra yard. But you've already lost the game. So you have to compete. You have to stay in shape. You gotta be the best freak in bed. Still be a lady, but you gotta fuck good in bed and understand that if you take a loss, it's a loss. Cause that's what builds character. That's what makes you win for the next go round. And you take the knowledge that he gives you and the next guy you meet might be the guy and you drop that knowledge to that dude. And that dude can be the kind of man that you mold into being what you want him to be. Do you honestly honestly think that that's a woman's role is we have to mold our, mold the man that we are, that we want? Is that, is that possible? Yeah, it's possible. Anything's possible. You know, there's some men in the world who like to be led. Like I hear a lot of women saying, oh, I I hate a nigga that I got to tell what to do. But there's some guys who like that. And it's usually because they wasn't raised by their father and their mom did all the raising, so they've been used to telling what to do their whole life. So they become mama boys or they become demasculized. So they're used to a female telling what to do. Sometimes when I travel this country and I'm at a store, I actually see women shopping for their husbands while the motherfucker in there. And she's like, put this on. She put it up to him, put take it out of the pan. I really want to just go trip a motherfucker or punch him in the ribs. <laughs> I do, bitch ass nigga. You know, but <laughs> but that's just the way it is. You know, that's how some of these guys are. You know, so there's nothing I can do. It's just watching, try to understand it. So yeah, you definitely can. You definitely can. You just got like I said. I always say, I'll think your opponent. You gotta outthink them. A lot of people don't know how to think it, but as long as you have common sense, as long as you strategize, as long as you don't put yourself in arms way to hurt yourself, you're fine. So like I said, um, try to wear a condom as much as you can so you don't ever bring you nothing home. Because he could fuck a girl. And not even give you a disease, but you can get bacteria infection. Now your pussy stink, and you pee, you smell, and you're like, what the fuck is that older? You don't want to confront him because you know he's going to deny it. I don't know what you're talking about, blah, 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 blah. But if that ever happens, then you have to say to him, well, we have to start wearing, you got to start wearing a condom. 
he's gonna argue and bitch, uh, that's not necessary. But if he starts testing, you gotta cut him off because now your life is in jeopardy. So you've been in jeopardy since day one, but then once you confront it, because people are nasty out there. They nasty, baby. So. You just think about all the shit that he do to you. He might be doing the same thing to somebody else. And I know he's doing stuff to you because I could tell. Is that, is that wide open? You think so? Is that what, hon? I said, is it that noticeable? You think oh, no, I'm, just, noticeable? I'm, I'm, just a, I'm just an experienced man. I, I'm, I just think I'm gifted at what I do. That's all. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not a psychic. I just, you know... It's just something about when I talk to people, I can look at them here. It's like, I don't know. I just, I can't explain it. I really can't. But did you purchase my comedy CD? Who raised you? On iTunes? I did. Yes, I did. (laughs) Cool. All right. So it's number two in the country. Tomorrow to come out number 10 on Billboard. But it should really be number four. They got some dude on there, some white guy who... Is a comedian, but he got music in his CD, so it's not really actual stand up, stand up. But my main concern is just as long as I can stay in the top ten for a year, because I'm dropping a comedy CD every year for the next fifteen wow. years. Yep, every year, just to show. I really want to show how talented I am as a comedian by writing different material every yeah, year. Versatile. Right, that's what I want to do. I want to show every year. I got something. I think the new act next year is going to be a thing I used to do a long time ago called um, Put Your Head Out the Window. And I had this girl talking about, um, I'm like, bitch, put your head out the window. And the girl's like, I don't want to put my head out the window. I think it's going to be funny. <laughs> I really do. Honestly, okay, so how many how many shows a year do you have? Well, 365 days in a year, I probably have, well, close to about 300 or something. Maybe okay, so and how much new material do you write when you do my, I I don't actually write. I actually write in my head. Okay, so, so I come up with off material. the bat. Yeah, the, the material comes up. I, I come up with different material every day. Now, sometimes when I'm tired on the show, you might hear something old because I'm trying to get through it, you know, because sometimes your brain gets tired. You know, with all that flying that I do, you mm-hmm. you can get worn out. You can you could truly get worn out. So this is my first – I'm home now. I just got back home, and I've been gone for almost a month and a half, and I'm only here for a couple of days. And then I have to shoot down to Miami with Puffy, who else, um, Andre Harrell, Mm-hmm. And um, Noria, because I'm about to do Drink Champs again on Saturday. Oh, I mean, I love you on Drink Champs. Like, that was so funny. Mm-hmm, was, yeah. Honestly, honestly, TK, I, do you mind if I call, call you TK or Mr. Yeah, I'm sorry, TK. Okay, okay. So, uh-huh. honestly, if you just record yourself when you do these shows, which I'm pretty sure you do already, uh-huh. honestly, I think you should, you should come out with a CD every month. <laughs> every month no and you can definitely do it like you have the motivation you have the drive it's there i really think you should do it every month come out with a new cd 
and just no, flood in the inventory, flood in the market with your with your with your. Yeah, talent. but you can't do it every month. It doesn't work that way. The system won't allow that. Really. Yeah, the system won't allow it. And plus, I got so much going on. Like I have, I mean, I think I got a lot going on. Woo! So I got the CD, and I own the, I own drop the album. I own my own label. But now I'm working on my book. The book will be out in January. I'm also writing, working on a script. In the midst of all that, I'm, I'm training just to stay in shape. I have to be a, a, a father to my children, who I, you know, my girls and my sons, who I love very dearly. Um, and then I just got other things in the works. So it will be kind of hard. Plus, you have to market this stuff the way you're doing it. And plus, I have the show that I'm doing with you. So. With that said, with the podcast, with the um, record label, with being a parent, with being a mentor, with, with promoting stuff and performing, it's really hard. But if I do it once a year, it's cool because I record every February. I record in February the new material, but I don't drop it to like September. And I drop okay. it around the same time I do my show with the Breakfast Club every year. So is this, is this mostly just editing? Yeah, or I have a team who does that. Yeah, we have a team that does that. Then you have to go through all the particular channels to get everything structured as far as publicity. And I do everything myself. I set up all radio. I set up magazines. I set up everything with all the radio stations around the world. I do all that myself. Okay. So I see what you're doing. You're, you're hunting out quality versus quantity. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And me and the underground movement, because uh, I must, I love underground music. It just in the underground world, right. quality or right. quantity mm-hmm. weighs more. But definitely, I want to say, push yourself to the max. You have a thousand one jobs, and like you just told me, nothing's impossible. Right. So True. you have to, pro- you have to promise me that you're gonna have to push yourself. Um, oh, I'll push myself now hun, to the to the to the end. But realistically, I only could drop a CD once a year. Wow. Like the way I promoted the C D Who Raised You with the hard mm-hmm. work and three weeks of radio and interviews, I could do that every month. Wow. No way. There's no way I could do that. And plus like I wanna the, I wanna rest to to a year. Three weeks of editing, and then you have from February it's to September. It's possible to do two a year, but I yes. really like one. I really like one a year because I got to do, like I said, once I do the book, once I do the book of Who Raised You, and I mm-hmm. go on tour with that, that's going to take a lot out of me. And then I'm not doing Who Raised You anymore. It'll be on to some other material that I've been waiting to use because Who Raised You, when I came up with that, um, I wasn't working on that for a minute, and it took off. And normally I don't even do jokes. Like, Who Raised You is the title, and I put new jokes around Who Raised You, but I never used to um, use Who Raised You that much. I'd have been on to something else 10 different times already. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah, I can come on. Yeah. So, Who Raised You is the longest I've ever did the callback line they're called in the comedy world. But I have so, so many others, and I'm excited to put those out. Wow, yeah. I'm so proud of you. Keep going, well, thank keep you, pushing. 
year, every year I want to show something different. So next year it'll be the book, um, then another comedy CD. But next year I'll drop two comedy CDs. I drop um, Dick Gregory CD on the anniversary of his death. I'm calling that Gregory the God. And then I'm dropping my CD. So I will drop on. The Dick Gregory the God, is that going to be, what is going to be a theme on that one? It's, it's going to be a comedy CD, comedy. one of his shows. Yeah, one of his shows that he did. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to drop it. Mm-hmm. So I'll drop that next year and put enough time in between him so that when I drop mine, we, we won't be in competition. Which makes sense, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to compete with him. But now, right now, out of all the comics in the country, I'm the only Afro-American comedian in the top ten. Kevin Hart is not even in the top ten. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also sold him, too. So, so wait, what made you start doing the podcast? I'm Charlemagne and Angela Yee and the whole Breakfast Club quick because so when I was on the place? Breakfast Club. Yeah, when I did the so Breakfast was- Club three years ago, my numbers were really good. And people just liked the way I talked. And Charlemagne's known me since he was a kid. So he's always liked the fact that I've always given um, – positive knowledge so he asked me for two years to do it and i turned him down so i was like i ain't doing no damn podcast i didn't really i didn't know what it was to be honest with you i kept saying they want me to do an ipod or some shit ipod <laughs> <laughs> so here we are you know change changing lives making people happy and it's so good to hear another woman on my show who has a head all right, and you're fucking. See, and that's the great thing. I'm glad that you're fucking. You're fucking, you have a good time. Because when I was coming up, I think all women, when they're 20, should explore. Because you still have time to get your life together. You just can't have no babies. Yeah. So you, you see, when you're young, life is about exploring. You date this guy, you date that guy, you get the knowledge that you want. And then you take all that and you mold yourself into be a great woman. And then you luckily marry the right guy. Luckily. Hopefully you do. It's yeah, why is, it, why, why, why is it so luckily? Because the world, see, you know, what people don't see about society is that everybody is, is today, you never usually marry somebody that you grew up with that was in your hood or whatever, you somebody in another state, you know, you're in Virginia, you could probably meet somebody that lives in Seattle. They're raised differently in Seattle. They, they think process, the way they dress, all that is different. So it's a combination of so many things when people meet, how you was raised, who, who, who you hung out with, all these things mold your mindset. So it's kind of hard to really be compatible. I would say relationships are like the Rubik's Cube. All the colors got to fit in order in order to win. You know how difficult that thing is to fix, to put in all the colors. So yeah. to me, that, that's my analogy of relationships. It's hard, but you got to roll the dice and you take your wins, you take your losses. And, you know, some people are scared to, um, to lose after they get their feelings hurt. Some women can't take it, but it's part of life. Yeah. No. So you agree that what you're just what you're saying is, from somebody being around my neighborhood that I grew up in the same environment, will understand me a lot more 
Oh, absolutely. Better than somebody in a different environment. However, does that make, if I do decide to step outside the box and travel and see different environments and then come back and settle for one person, does that make me less vulnerable to step out later on in life? No, but I think once you start traveling, you can't fuck with nobody from your neighborhood because you've outgrown them, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, see, world life is about growing and exploring life. Like, I remember one time I met a girl, nice girl, and she grew up where I grew up at. She lived where I grew up at. And I said to myself, there's no way I'm going to travel the fucking world and then go back to my hood to date a girl where I grew up at. That's not, that's, that's out of the picture. That's not happening. Because I come from the hood, and my mother and father took care. We wasn't it wasn't bad, nothing like that. We had, I had both my parents, and then nice. My father kept us dressed really nice. But now, you know, I, I'm dealing with circle of driveways, security gates, all these type of trees. There was no way I could go back and date someone that I got to double park my car on the street with my high beams on, the flashing light. <laughs> run up to the ninth floor and there's nothing wrong with it you know people do it it's just that I've outgrown that that's not something I could do so life is about growing and I always tell people you should never die where you was born because if you die where you was born that means you never went anywhere Mm -hmm. I think you should be born in one place and be buried somewhere else even though Muhammad Ali went back and that was his choice. I truly feel you should be buried somewhere else. Muhammad Ali was a Capricorn. I was a Cap- oh. I'm a Capricorn. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was like Muhammad Ali. Good man. Yeah. Good man. All right, Michelle beautiful. Well. Thank you so much for no, thank you so much for Allowing me to speak with you, I really do appreciate it. No yeah, definitely. You got my number. You can call me anytime. But remember, November ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, I'm at the um, Funny Bone in Virginia Beach, and I know it's gonna sell out. So you call me. Oh, yeah. I'll give you two tickets for that. Told the fans across the country, if you haven't gotten the Who Raised You CD on iTunes, title. Amazon, I need you to pick it up because I'm nominated for a Grammy. And understand one thing, I'm the only Afro-American on Billboard in the top 10. So I want to keep this momentum going so that we, I say we because I'm I'm a hustler. I came up as a hustler. So my whole crew and I ate, we ate. So I feel that when I win the Grammy, it's really going to be all of us win the Grammy. Yeah, the whole team. Yeah, we are, we are a team because most celebrities don't go back and look out for people or take care of their people. I'm different. You know, I'll be in the hood and I'll mess with everybody in a minute. And this is for us. It's about a real dude who came from the streets, who looked out for people, who want to give something back, who want to share his his success with everybody. And mm-hmm. this is what I want to do. I want to, uh, When I win, we all win. That's the way I win. Yeah. It's not just going to be me. Oh, I did this, I did that. No, it's we. So if I win the Grammy, I, and for us personally, 
I just hope that I'm really just nominated and just so I could be in the building. But if I think if I drop one every year, eventually they'll give me one. They have to. They have to recognize the hustle. They have to say, right. hey, keep pushing, man. We're going to make this number one. Yeah, so that's what we got to do. So to the fans across the country, to all the homies, to all the beautiful women who are trying to achieve in life, to the girls who have mismanaged their pussy, to the fifth power that are looking for guidance, make sure that you DM me on the TK Kirkland show. Tell me what you're going through. And I promise you, as soon as I get the time, I will hit you back to the fellas who then DM me about the baby mama thing. I'm going to fall back on you guys for a minute. But what I do want to tell you is keep your dick in your pants. Stay focused. Get your money right. Remember, you got to be qualified to talk to a woman. If your money ain't, if you ain't got five, six, seven thousand dollars in the bank, do not say hello to her whatsoever because you're not qualified. To everybody, to you beautiful, may your pain be champagne. I'll see you in November. See you in November, bye TK. Alright, take it beautiful. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Charlemagne the God, music by Lando Beats. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.